Hey everyone, Kelly Kyle here, host of the North County Beat podcast. We want to let you know about our upcoming Clean Campaign Forum on Tuesday, October 13th. This is a virtual event with candidates in the Encinitas City Races discussing their commitment to reducing election ugliness this season. Get more details at thecoastnews.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of Headlines presented by the Coast News Group. It's Wednesday, September 23rd. I'm Ryan Wolt, recapping your North County San Diego news from the past few days. At the time of this recording, San Diego County has reported 45,145 total cases of COVID-19. The rolling 14-day positivity rate has dropped quite a bit to 3.6%. An additional 23 coronavirus-related deaths since last week's report has increased that total to 765. Case rate, which is the priority in the new tiered system, has stayed even at 7.9 persons per 100,000 per day over seven days. This is our second score over the allowance of seven in the purple tier, which would indicate that San Diego Diego County should be rolling back to the more restrictive red tier, triggering reclosures of some businesses. However, the state has announced an adjustment reducing the case rate number to just 6.9, placing the county one-tenth of a point away from the more restrictive tier. Supreme Court Justice and pop culture icon Ruth Bader Ginsburg has passed away at the age of 87 due to complications from metastatic cancer of the pancreas. Ginsburg died at her home in Washington, D.C., surrounded by family. Fellow Supreme Court Justice John Roberts commented, Our nation has lost a justice of historic stature. We at the Supreme Court have lost a cherished colleague. Today we mourn, but with confidence, that future generations will remember Ruth Bader Ginsburg as we knew her, a tireless and resolute champion of justice. Following the retirement of Chief Frank McCoy, the city of Oceanside has decided to put their search for a new police chief on hold while they gather input from local residents about what they want in a new police chief. The city has created a survey asking questions about what they think are important qualities and priorities for the next chief to have. City manager Deanna Lorson had recently indicated that the search would be limited to internal candidates, but some local church pastors and residents have pushed for a nationwide search instead. The survey will determine the city's next steps in the chief recruitment process. Encinitas for Equality celebrated the opening of the group's first brick-and-mortar location. The studio, named E4E and located on the Coast Highway 101 in Encinitas, serves as an office, community gathering space, and boutique selling black artists' and vendors' contributions. E4E director Molly Woods-Drake described Sunday's event as one of happiness and hope. Originally operating from her own home, the group outgrew the space both physically and in terms of security. In recent months, E4E has received threats from Encinitas community members and deemed it was no longer safe to be meeting at Woods Drake's home address. With an offer from the leaseholder of Gather Yoga and a successful GoFundMe campaign, E4E will inhabit the location for several months with the intention of bringing more black businesses and entrepreneurs to Encinitas. In an effort to stem the tide of election toxicity, both Encinitas mayoral candidates, Mayor Catherine Blakespear and challenger Julie Thunder, have committed to signing a pledge to run clean campaigns, taking an important step towards inspiring civility and honest discourse among candidates and residents. The Clean Campaign Pledge, established by the Coast News, is a series of nonpartisan guideposts and practices for North County's upcoming election season. As discussed in a two-part podcast series on the Coast News North County Beat, this year's election cycle has already seen an increase in social and political conflicts among residents through both in-person protest and social media confrontation. The Coast News will be hosting a virtual forum with the Encinitas candidates on October 13th. The Solano Beach City Council reaffirmed its commitment to construct a multi-use pedestrian and bike path along Loma Santa Fe Drive. The council authorized an additional $15,000 for the project, which has been underway since 2016, to make 
room for a wider path at two narrow pinch points west of I-5. The extra money will go toward planning to move a median near Skyline Elementary and widening portions of the proposed path by shaving a couple of feet from the parking lane. The council has opted not to go even wider so as not to disturb residential driveways and retaining walls. And now, a quick word about our podcast host, Anchor.fm. And we're back. Palomar College has announced that a majority of classes will remain online, at least through the spring of 2021, to remain in compliance with public health orders and to continue to do their part to slow the spread of this virus. According to Interim Superintendent and President Jack Kahn, they will proceed with an abundance of caution, mindful of the fact that some courses need physical classroom time more than others and serve essential industries in our region. The announcement follows a similar one from San Diego Community College District, which stated San Diego City, Mesa, and Miramar Colleges will remain online throughout the 2021 school year, along with San Diego continuing education. A new pilot program in Oceanside will help low- to moderate-income households buy homes within the city. The Oceanside City Council recently approved the Affordable Market Homebuyer Assistance Pilot Program that targets markets of families or individuals from low- to moderate incomes. Applicants would receive a loan of 20% through the program to be used as a down payment for a house, which will help make the applicant a competitive buyer in the current marketplace. The program limits purchase prices of homes to $600,000 for a single-family detached unit and $450,000 for a condo, townhome, or twin home. To fund the pilot program, $360,000 of inclusionary housing in-lieu fees will be used. In-lieu fees are collected by the city from developers to provide housing opportunities for low- and moderate-income households in the city. Encinitas must revise its proposed affordable housing plan by estimating more plausible site development capacities and modifying its process of zoning by referendum. The revisions are necessary to bring the city into compliance with state law, according to the State of California's Department of Housing and Community Development. Current sites with pending development proposals would yield only about a quarter of their forecasted unit capacities as affordable. At that rate, the city's plan would generate only half of the required unit. To make up the difference, Encinitas will likely need to upzone additional parcels to allow for more density, namely bigger multifamily buildings. A shout-out to young entrepreneur, the 15-year-old Oceansider Hank Driscoll. He has combined his love for animals and years of farmhand experience to offer assistance for North County homesteaders. His business, Hank's Homestead, provides cleaning and maintenance services for chickens, pigs, goats, mini horses, and a variety of other animals in North County. Driscoll plans on keeping the business going while he attends North County Trade Tech High School in Vista and has even considered expanding his operations into unincorporated rural areas in North County. Finally, if you're a San Diego County voter, you can sign up for a Where's My Ballot app at sdvote.com to track when a ballot is mailed to you for the upcoming November election. You will also receive a notice when the registrar receives it and when it's officially counted. Sign up at sdvote.com. Those are the key Coast News headlines from the past week. Thanks to our great Coast News reporters, Lexi Brot, Jay Paris, Catherine Allen, Samantha Nelson, Dan Brendel, Steve Petersky, Caitlin Steinberg, and Tigus Lane, whose stories we recap each week. You can find all of these stories and more on thecoastnews.com or pick up a copy of the Coast newspaper. You will find them all over North County. If you'd like to support this and the other podcasts of the Coast News, check out the new podcast directory found on thecoastnews.com. And you can help us continue our efforts to bring you local independent news, analysis, and interviews by becoming a monthly donor to the show. Click the support link on the coastnews.com podcast directory or on anchor.fm. You can find links in the show notes. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and reviewing this show. This episode of Headlines was produced and recorded by me, Ryan Wolt. Jordan Ingram is the editor-in-chief. The Coast News associate publisher is Chris Kidd. And our publisher is Jim Kidd. Thanks for listening, everyone. Check back every Wednesday for your local news headlines. Headlines.